Hey friends, welcome back. I'm your host, Contavious Forehand, and you are listening to the Journey to Financial Prosperity podcast. And on today's episode, we are talking about debt. Um, So some of the topics we are going to discuss is what is debt, the types of debts, how debt can affect your prosperity journey, and then also how to formulate a plan on tackling your debt. And then to end off the episode, we're going to, I'm going to give you guys some tips for success. So with that being said, let's hop right in and let's learn about some, learn about debt. So what is debt? Debt is simply just owing money to someone or an institution. Um, For example, you could uh, borrow 30 bucks from someone or friend or something like that. And technically that would you, that $30 would be debt um, because you owe it to that person who you borrowed it from. And then on the flip side, in a, in, in a larger, uh, larger scale on a larger scale, um, an example of debt would be credit cards or even uh, a car loan as well. Um, and then one thing that I, I want to say in regards to debt is debt is neither good or bad. It's just simply a tool. Um, the, the the dangers that are surrounded by debt is it comes from being unaware of the dangers, uh, the dangers of debt or what is going to cause issues on your prosperity journey. That's what can derail your prosperity journey. And what I mean by the dangers of debt is that you don't understand that debt has to be paid back. It has to be paid back at some uh, point in time in the future. And if not, it can start to um, eat away at your um, income because it, as it goes further and further, it gets bigger and bigger. And then it can get to the point to where it's overwhelming. Um, so Debt, like I said, is neither good nor bad, but it's simply a tool. But you must be aware of the potential dangers that come with accumulating debt. Okay, so the types of debt. So there's two main categories of um, how debt is determined and how debt is made up. So you have either secured versus unsecured debt, and then you have revolving versus installment forms of debt. So secured debt is basically a loan um, in which the borrower pledges some asset as collateral for that uh, loan. So an example of that would be uh, mortgages and then auto loans. And so with that, the collateral in those type of loans, one would be the your house or your car. So again, secured loans Secure forms of debt are basically just debts that have um, some asset that is pledged as collateral in the event that the loan is not um, paid off um, in full. Then on the other side of secure, uh, on the other side of that, you have unsecured loans, and basically those are loans which aren't backed by any collateral of uh, any sorts. And examples of those types of loans would be personal loans, student loans. Um, and credit cards will all be examples of unsecured uh, forms of debt. Then 
jumping across the fence to moving to the other side, we have revolving versus installment types of debt. Um, so revolving debt is debt that you can continuously use have you, as long as you have an open account and you are not um, at the limit, you're not maxing out the limit of that credit line. Um, so an example of that would be like a credit card. So as long as you still have an open account and it's in good standing with the, the issuing creditor, and as long as you are not uh, maxing out that credit limit, and what the credit limit is, is basically the amount of money that you can spend that the, the creditor, the issuer of that uh, credit loan gave you um, for you to spend. So an example of that would be, uh, let's say you have a thousand dollar balance from uh, on your capital one credit card or your discover credit card so that thousand dollars is the um credit amount um so as long as you're not over a thousand as long as you're not at a thousand dollars or over you can still use that credit and that's why it's revolving so there is no um shutting it off or turning it off in a sense um and then on the other side, you have an installment loan, which is a type of agreement or contract involving a loan that is repaid over time with a set number of scheduled payments. So that means that um, the amount that you have on that loan is going to decrease over time. It's not going to fluctuate like a revolving uh, form of debt would because you're going to pay a certain amount over a certain amount of time, decreasing the amount of that loan. And the only way that you would get an increase um, in, in the form of an installment loan is you would have to apply for a brand new loan. So you can't fluctuate uh, with the initial um, loan amount. And so examples of revolving debt would be uh, credit cards, like I said, and then also um, HELOCs. So HELOCs are basically a home equity line of credit. Um, and basically what that means is you can borrow up to a certain percentage of your home's equity um, and basically use that money to maybe uh, renovate or go on a trip or something to that regards. Mainly just know that you can um, borrow a certain percentage of your home equity. And the home equity is basically how much your your home is valued for um, as well. So with that being said, and with us understanding the types of debt and understanding what debt is, we now need to know how debt can affect our prosperity journey. Like I mentioned before, debt is neither good or bad, but simply a tool that you can use to aid you along your prosperity journey. With that being said, Debt can bring your journey to a shrieking halt if not managed properly. Um, and if out of control, debt can do some of the following things to your um, prosperity journey. One, it can delay you meeting your prosperity goals that you set for yourself, the short and long term goals. Um, and it can do this by causing you to switch focus from those goals and and focus more on that debt and trying to get that debt back under control. But if you manage that debt properly, you never let, let it get too far out of control. You never let it get out of control to begin with. Then you can still have that same amount of focus that you've had on your goals and then continue to achieve them. Next, 
it can increase your stress levels. Um, we all know, we probably all heard of people getting overwhelmed with uh, their finances and more more, uh, more so with their debt. The amount of debt that they have, it gets out of hand and they feel like they can't um, pay it, they can't maintain it, and, and then they just start to feel like the walls are caving in on them. And a way uh, to combat this is to, again, manage your debt properly, to control your spending habits, to understand your spending habits, um, the good and the bad. Um, and then, like I said, managing them and then therefore managing your debt. Um, next, it can cause communication and relationship problems. Um, money is very important. It's very important when you're by yourself, single, and it's also very important when you are in a relationship with someone. Um, managing the finances, managing your money um, can either lead to a happy relationship or an unhappy relationship due to the um, added stress that it can bring when your debt is out of control, when your finances are out of control. And then also the last thing is it can discourage or make it seem as if the prosperity journey is not worth it. And how can letting your debt get out of control do this? Um, it does this mainly just by by um here's here's an example actually let's do it like this here's an example it can do that by say you have five thousand dollars and you have a five thousand dollars in credit card debt and you've been making the minimum payments for the last 12 months or so but you don't see any progress you don't feel like you're moving anywhere you don't see you don't feel like you're getting anywhere and and you you're on this prosperity journey over, at a certain amount of time, you might feel as if this journey is not worth it because you're not seeing any progress. You're not seeing any fruits of your labor. But then you have to look at why you're not seeing any progress, potential progress. Is it due to you just only paying the minimums and not really paying any more to beat to combat that interest? Or is it because you still have the same spending habits? You haven't took the time to um, understand your spending habits and, and improve upon them, the negative ones, um, and then make the bigger ones greater. We're going to switch gears and talk a little bit more on how to um, formulate a plan on how to tackle your debt so that we can avoid having your debt um, affect your prosperity journey. Um, so there's two main payment uh, debt payment strategies um, that we that that are out there. The first one is the snowball method. And basically what this method is, is a debt elimination strategy that prioritizes paying off um, your debt from the smallest to the largest amounts. Um, and basically the process of setting up this uh, strategy is first, you want to write out a list of your debts. Um, or you can type them um, in your notes or on your computer in a Word document, whichever is best really for you. You want to do this, remember, personal finance, so keyword personal. So you want to uh, fit this, accommodate this to best suit your life. Um, so uh, write out a list or type it um, from the smallest amount of uh, debt to the largest amount of debt. Then next step, you want to maintain uh, the minimum payments on all of the debts except for that smallest one. And then next, what you want to do with that smallest payment is you want to pay more than the minimum on that smallest debt. Um, and like I said in the previous episode about saving, um, you want to do 
a comfortable amount that you can afford that's comfortable for you. So it can be $5 extra going towards that payment or it can be $100 extra. The number is um, not really of that much concern. It's more so what you can do comfortably because um, you want to make sure you do this comfortably. You don't want to add any added stress on trying to make that extra, adding that extra amount, um, dollar amount to that payment to pay off that debt. You want to do this as comfortably as possible. Because the more comfortably you do it, the better off you will um, be feeling about this overall strategy and, and uh, seeing the progress, feel about the progress being made to pay off this debt. And then the last thing is just to repeat the process until you've paid all of your debts off. So who would benefit? Who, who is this strategy more so made for? Um, it's made for someone who needs consistent, measurable wins over the course of of their prosperity journey and beyond. Um, and then it's also good for someone who, like I said, wants consistent wins over the course of the journey. So it's, it's for someone who um, might not be so uh, all in on this prosperity journey and, and you still want to get, get a feel for it. You're still filling it out. So you want to see some actual progress on it. You want to see some consistency, some wins on it. So that method would be great for you. Um, then the second method is the avalanche method. And basically what this method is, it's a, another a debt elimination strategy, but it prioritizes paying off the highest interest debt first. And what I mean by the highest interest debt is, is when you get an, uh, a credit card or a loan, they have a percentage attached to it, which is called the APR. And basically what that APR is, is interest. And what interest is, is an um, amount of money that you are charged that's based off a percentage that is t uh, based off the balance that you carry on that um, account. So say you have a, um, say you have $200 balance and you have a 10% APR. So basically what that will come out to being is you'd be charged $20 of interest. That would be the interest charge on that $200 balance. And where we got that from is one, the balance of $200, but then also that 10% APR or that 10% interest rate. You would times that 10% interest rate to that $200 amount and you'll get that $20 uh, interest charge. So the process of creating this strategy or, or going through this strategy and building it out for yourself is, is pretty similar to the snowball method, but there's one major difference. So in the beginning, you will still write out a list or type it, um, but instead of writing it from the smallest to the largest amount of debt, you will actually write it from the highest interest to the lowest interest uh, debt. And then after that, you do the same thing you're doing before. So you will maintain the minimum payments on all of the adepts, except for the highest interest debt. You want to put, tackle that one first. So then you will pay more than the minimum on that higher interest debt. And again, like I said, it can be as small as $5 or it can be as large as $100. The dollar amount is, is not as important as being consistent and being disciplined with these strategies. And just getting in a good groove of making progress, steady progress on this. And then finally, with that, you just want to repeat that process until all of your debts are paid. Okay. Um, so 
These are great strategies, but there are some disadvantages to each of them. So first, the snowball method can incur large amounts of interest. And the reason it can do this is because you're not prioritizing paying off the highest interest debts. You're actually prioritizing paying off the smallest debts so that you can get those consistent, uh, quicker, smaller, uh, quicker wins um, and just build up a get in a groove, uh, a groove in a sense of paying off your debt. Then also it can take longer to pay off your debt due to that um, incurring of interest, because the more interest you have, the more you have to pay the interest before you uh, before you're able to pay the principal. And what the principal is, the principal is just the original amount that you uh, initially got on that loan or that credit line. So then moving to the avalanche method. Um, this one, a disadvantage of this one will it require a constant flow of, um, extra income. So that can be from like a side hustle, DoorDash, Uber Eats, um, or even a part-time job. You would need to keep that up though, because you're paying, you're prioritizing paying off the highest interest. So in order to pay off those high interest debts quicker, you want to pay more than the minimum payment, but also more than the interest that you're being charged each month. Um, so it would it would definitely require you to have a constant flow of extra income to be thrown at paying off those higher interest debts. Um, and then secondly, this is definitely going to require you to be disciplined, stick to a budget. Both methods require discipline, but the avalanche method requires slightly a little bit more because you're paying you're prioritizing off that higher interest debt. So you're not really going to see the progress as quick as you might see it on the snowball method because you're uh, you might not see that first that first victory, that first win as quickly as you will on the snowball method because you're not paying off the smallest debt. You're paying off the highest interest debt. So you would need to stay hunkered down. You need to block out the noise um, around you and just stay focused on paying off that debt and staying disciplined to pay off that debt. So those were the the two methods um and in, in utilizing to formulate a plan to pay back that debt um so just to recap those really quickly it was the snowball method um which would be suited for someone who wants to get the small consistent wins early wins very quickly early on um and then the avalanche method and that's for someone who wants to save um as much money as they possibly can by paying the least amount of interest um in the long run so to round off the episode, like I always like to do, we're going to end it with some tips for success. So first tip, create a budget. It is, I can't stress this enough, but having a budget is very important. It doesn't have to be a super, super strict budget, but you need to under, you need to have an idea where your money is going and where it will be utilized um, as well. Because if you don't understand where your money is going, you will spend it as quick as it hits your bank account. Um... Secondly, establish an emergency fund. This is important too because this will eliminate or limit the use of your credit cards as much as possible. Because in an event of an emergency, you won't have to rely on those credit cards. You can just rely on your emergency fund. And um, like I said, in the, I went over in the previous episode what an emergency fund is, but I will elaborate again. It's basically a um, amount, a savings account, high yield savings account um, that has three to six months of your expenses put into it. In the event that maybe you might lose your job, you can't work for a certain amount of time, or you have an unexpected uh, car emergency or any other emergency or anything like that. So next, you want to pay more than the minimum on those um, on the smallest debt 
and on the highest interest debt, like starting out with those debt uh, payment strategies. And then you also want to try to pay more than once per month if you can. It doesn't have to be the same amount, like you're saying minimum amount. Um, anything can help. It can be extra 15 bucks if you have. And then also you want to stop the use of credit cards. You want to stop the use of inquiring more, um, inquiring more debt um, as much as possible. And then you also want to be patient and consistent. You got to, I want you to remember that this is not going to happen overnight. This is not a sprint. It is a journey. It is a marathon. Um, and then I also want you to remember that you got to be consistent. So that means that we don't get discouraged. Just don't get discouraged when you might not see any progress. You got to understand that, um, that basically personal finance is more mental than mechanical. Um, I would say it's, it was 80% mental and 20% mechanical. And what I mean by the mechanical aspect of it, that's the budgeting, that's the saving, um, that's the implementing strategies and, and, and the tips and everything like that. But the mental is the part where you are consistent. That's the part where you're disciplined. That's where you you hunker down, you block out the noise, and, and you stay on your prosperity journey and reach your prosperity goals despite any obstacles that might be thrown in your way. Um, and then lastly, try and increase your income. Um, the more income that you can acquire, the, the multiple streams of income that you can uh, acquire, the better um, it is to help you be able to pay off your debt at a quicker rate. So some examples of some ways to increase your income, get a side hustle. You can deliver DoorDash. You can deliver packages with Amazon Flex. Um, you can even sell some of your old items on eBay and, and other places that you can um, sell sell items as well and then also you can also get a part-time job um as well so those are all the tips for success uh that i have for you guys that's it for the episode um i just want to say thank you all for listening um if you have any questions you can dm me on instagram at the journey to financial prosperity um and then also just want to make sure if this is your first time listening hit that uh plus button in the, the top right corner or wherever you're listening to this podcast uh, listen to the podcast so that you can stay up to date and receive notifications when the new episode drops and when other uh content that i'm going to be rolling out uh pretty soon starts to drop as well um and again thank you all for listening and i hope you guys have a amazing week adios amigos mm-hmm.